Hello, and welcome to the finale of the Mass Singer Rehap Ups podcast. We are here. Mass Singer is officially over. Season three is done and dusted. And we have quite a few things to talk about today. Uh, mainly, who won, who were the three revealed, and what is a ma- <laughs> road to the mass finale finale thing? We'll get into all of that. I am your host, Puya the Croutons Zanbakili. And as always, I'm joined by my great co-host, not here alone. I am with Liana, the tag Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? <laughs> the ultimate tag. Well, you haven't quite earned the ultimate quite yet. Yeah, but that's what I watched after The Masked Singer. Oh, we know. We've been. It was, uh, <laughs> it was an experience. Watching you watch it was like a highlight in its own way. Fascinating. I'm sure we'll talk about all of the excitement from ultimate tag oh wait it was the finale of mass singer which is finally here we were talking about this earlier but you said season one was what less than two months it was like yeah. eight nine weeks or something no <laughs> so, seven weeks yeah so i looked at it last night season one ran from january 2nd to like february 27th or something like that and then season two added like three more episodes, I think, four more episodes, which gave it another month. And then this season had seven episodes or sorry, eight episodes more than the first season. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, it's yeah. been long. I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk about what the the people on the street thought about this season and the show, uh, because I have gone into the casuals area to pick up some comments that people wanted us to read through which i will reveal that to you in a bit liana but first the results of the night so i think it's safe to say for both of us that we are shocked with the outcome night angel took the crown last night yeah i was gagged i was (laughs) gagged Oh my gosh, my as soon as the turtle no, frog was announced as third place, every assumption that I had about the way that this, the ending was going to go was thrown out the window because my order of who I thought was going to win went frog, turtle, night angel. Completely the opposite order is what happened last night. Crazy. Yeah, I um so I tweeted out on the night that I expect the frog to win. I want the turtle to win. Whoever wins, I'm happy. And then after the performances, just to go over real quick, I was like, frog probably did the worst out of the three. Never in a million years that I think that that would mean that the frog is coming in third. So when that happened, I just like you felt, wow, it just got, you know, the, the competition just got hit wide open because as much as I've been saying it and the show said it last night, that this is, the tightest three-way race they've had in Mass Singer history. I still kind of low-key thought that it was done and dusted. We just had to sit through the finale. And I was wrong. And honestly, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm happy that I was wrong. Nothing made me happier than sitting there and be like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. We're going to have a different result than what was expected. That's great. I love that. I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite. I know. Because I have been praising Night Angel the whole season. And don't get me wrong, I'm super happy that Candy Burris won. I am very, very happy that the Night Angel is wearing the crown. At the same, or the mask, whatever. At 
the same time, I was blown away by the turtles' final performance. Yep. And after watching, this is gonna sound so stupid. Okay, after watching the road to the finals, I was like, you know what? I think I want the turtle to win. I was like gagged at myself. So then when Frog didn't win, I was like, oh, okay, but Turtle will win. So I'm okay with that. And then like, then Night Angel won and I was like, am I happy? I thought I was like, I should be happy and I'm happy for her and I'm excited that she won. But at the same time, I was like, I'm conf- I was confused because I wanted turtle. I don't know, man. It was like it was very gagorific. I draw dropped oh as soon God. as Frog was announced third because I just didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I expected because I had just assumed that the outcome I didn't want was going to happen. So now I'm like still processing all my feelings from Night Angel v Turtle because I did not even think that it was possible. Say gagged one more time, please say gagged. <laughs> it's like that's your word of the day okay so oh my god what did i say the other day that you didn't like oh i kept saying oh please (laughs) don't do that yeah so anyway i don't know i see this is why i'm having a hard time articulating my thoughts because there's just like a lot of feelings that i'm having and i don't know how to process that well yeah so it's i think I have some stuff to, that I'm feeling too. Um, I think it's important to let the listeners know how we watched uh, the uh, finale. So the two-part finale, as they advertised. But really, you could have watched one half of the finale, the second half, and you would have been fine. So the two-part finale was across two nights, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, one hour each. One was a road to the finals, and then one was the finale. And we ended up watching both back-to-back. So we watched... Um, an hour before the finale, we queued up the road to the finals, watch that, and then watch the finale. And I ultimately didn't think much out of the road to the finals, but that's also because it failed to keep my attention. And I ended up on my phone just like going about. So you mentioned that you want, you were rooting for the turtle hard after the road to the finals. And I came into the night generally having the same thought, which was the turtle has Put in a shift week in, week out. I can think of at least two occasions for both the Night Angel and the Frog where I've been like, "Mm, that wasn't a good performance. So the turtle being the one that I cannot remember having a problem with should win. Right. That's what I thought. And then we get to the finale. We get to the finals. And then we got three performances. We got the final clue package, which ends up being, you know, like the, the generic I was the mass Singer changed me, blah, 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 blah. And I think ultimately I'm satisfied with what happened. So, but also like, I get it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. I'm feeling a lot of things as well. Yes. So I think what really hit me was when the turtle was talking about how he had a lot of almost moments in his career. Mm-hmm. And then to have him almost win the mass singer, I was like, oh, I felt I've I I probably you know what? I probably would have felt bad regardless of who won between the two of them. I think I had just been so resigned to the fact that Frog was gonna win. I was I was not prepared to deal with this level of emotion and being conflicted. I I think because the turtle performed so well in the finale 
and I had just seen the summary of their journeys, I think I was probably ultimately rooting for the turtle to win over Night Angel, but I'm happy that Night Angel won, I think. What I'm not happy about is Night Angel getting a lot of backlash from the turtle stands, which I get. Like, I was also sad that Turtle didn't win, but, like, don't take it out on Night Angel. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think the the, the fact of the matter is, so, w- because we were coming into this finale, the two of us really convinced that the frog is winning, it didn't, it allowed us to be annoyed if the frog wins in a way of, like, well, we knew it was going to happen. So like that, like it wasn't like we we're going to be outraged, but it would be like a small irritation. But then once that door got blew wide open, we had like 10 minutes to really be like, oh, my God, OK, he's going to win or she's going to win. And then when the one we didn't want to win doesn't win, it's like outrageous. Right. So that's I think for us, too, that's how that hit where it's like, like I said last week, I was happy with whoever was going to win. That's why they were ranked number one for me and best of the top threes across three seasons. Because I was okay with any result, honestly. And, but, again, I think that, you know, and you talk about their almost moments. I go back to last season with the Rottweiler, where, like, that was a bit. Chris Daughtry is, like, the king of almost moments for me. So, Mm. it kind of, I had the same feeling last night, but I am so happy that the Night Angel won. And, and it. There's more to it because I think after having rewatched the performances from last night, I genuinely think the right person won. Okay. Tell me why. Okay. So this is the finale. So we're just going to skip all around. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to say the word clue package again because I, the notes don't matter. It was all, all three of them said something to the extent of, I was scared coming onto the show and I had to change it up. And it really like, it took me out of my, like, it gave me an opportunity to learn more about myself, yada, yada. It's, it's like riveting, but also we've been new. So the night angels performance, she definitely had the most razzle dazzle of the night in a all round performance. So she had some movement. The dancers were good. Her voice was amazing. She hit all the notes and she hit the last note really hard. So from a vocal perspective, it was a full meal. And then from a dance and razzle-dazzle and production perspective, it was a full meal as well. Whereas the first two performances of the night, the frog hit us with 100% razzle-dazzle, which I enjoyed. Watching it the second time, I actually enjoyed it more. Whereas yesterday, after watching, I was like, listen, you're not winning. You shouldn't win. I don't agree that this is a winning performance. I hope you don't win. But then watching it today was enjoyable. I love the song. And the Turtles was all the feels for me. The Turtles' performance was 100% vocals. The Turtle went back to basics, went to what they are, you know, should be recognized for, which is the deep, the strong voice, the amazing vocals. So that was amazing as well. But at the end of the day, the Night Angel gave me everything I ask for in a performance which is an all-encompassing performance. You think back to the winning performance of the Fox last season, and that was, you know, uh, the, uh, it was um, Otis Redding's song. Otis Redding, I got that right, right? Yeah. Um, it was his song. And he did the vocal. It was great. And then, boom, switches it into a rap in the middle with the razzle-dazzle and the dancing and the freestyle. So that is what you need. You need a combination of both at the end. And Night Angel gave us that. The other two gave us one or the other. Yeah, that's fair. I can I can see that assessment. 
You know what? Actually, that's super funny because you know what I loved so much about the turtle's performance is that I thought his vocals were so strong. They were amazing. And you were like, yeah, the Night Angel gave us both the razzle dazzle and the vocals. And I think that that just goes to show that I don't think you and I necessarily have like a oh, we're going to latch on to this particular performer. We have what we like in the performances. You like having both. I like it when it's really focused on the vocals. Mm -hmm. Not that the Night Angel didn't bring strong vocals, but I felt like the Turtles' performance, especially because I always put... I mean, okay, look, I listened to him when I was 15, 16 years old. Of course, like most, I had a crush on him. and And so I sort of put him in this, like... A boy bander kind of teeny bopper like category but I felt like this interpretation of the song and the way that he sang it was just very emotional it was perfectly in his vocal range and he was able to hit it with a really mature sound in a way that was I thought a strong deviation from what he's brought in the past and really demonstrates what he's capable of uh, so I I I mean, I was really wowed by it. I, I enjoyed the Night Angel's performance. Um, very fun, very upbeat. I could, if you don't like her vibrato, like you're not gonna like it, but I enjoy it. It was tough. It was tough, man. I it, it was a shock. It was a fun finale because of the shock factor for us. So you know what? Like props to the editors for really throwing me off the sense of what was gonna happen. I thought I was like, oh, I read Edgig. I'm so smart. Like with this show, The Mass Singer, it's so like childish. It's below me. I can read it. I was absolutely wrong. So either that or I overread the situation. I don't know what happened, but I had a really fun time watching the finale. No, it was a very good time. And it was honestly a great end to the season because it looked like it was getting predictable. The last couple of weeks were like they're making it seem like it's the frog versus the turtle. Why is the Night Angel even here? No one's putting respect on the Night Angel's name. And at the end, the respect was put. She got the crown. And I think more than anything, uh, to me, this proved that three seasons into the, the, the Mass Singer, I think it's important to look at every episode as its own. Um, I was about to say episode, but like it's standalone. Every single episode is standalone because you can't look at cumulative process, progress because ultimately the audience is constantly changing. It's a new batch of people there that are voting at the end. And it's just a matter of who had it on the night, who did well that night. So it's like, oh, the Night Angel's country version, country song she did was awful. We talked about that. Uh, there's been songs that the frog is done, which is like, listen, you did Fireball by Pitbull, and it was not a great rendition of the song. It's a fun song, but it's not a great rendition of the song. So, but then the turtle did amazing every week. The turtle every week I got on, and I was like, I loved what the turtle put out there. But then on the night, ultimately, the vocals were incredible, maybe even better. The best vocals of the night was from the turtle, and the best razzle-dazzle was from the frog. But you put that together and you make it the last performance of the night, and it's just a combination that you can't avoid with the Night Angel there, and the Night Angel took it. So, moving forward from here, I think that I am no longer going to be, well, blah, blah, this person's winning, because like, we both look pretty dumb. We got hella <laughs> humble. We look like freaking idiots. We look so stupid. Like The I'm one we didn't look at once. <laughs> so confident oh done deal don't lock it up no don't even i don't even need to watch the finale 
<laughs> so it feels stupid. amazing. I feel so stupid. I do. I feel like relieved in a way in my like in my being an idiot. I I don't know. It's just it's good. It's good. Yeah. No, it's good because it's like, you know, there's been some time, some moments after some of these recordings where I'm like, what is the audience thinking? You know, they're listening to us and like, Puya, like you're ruining it. Cause I, or I, now I know, now I know who's going to win. Cause you're saying it. Hey, I was wrong gang. Yeah. So, Oh, well I will say though, we were three for three on the correct predictions on who the unmaskings were on mm-hmm. the night. So that's great. I'll take that. Um, and like we knew, but out of the three, we felt like I felt comfortable in saying it was Bow Wow from the first clue package. But I didn't know Candy Burris. I mean, I still don't know how the clues connected there. You were the reason we got there. And then with Jesse McCartney, it's been an up and down. Like, I don't know, maybe it's a name we threw around early on and then ended up being Jesse McCartney. Yeah, well, it was like thrown around early. And then I started listening to a bunch of Jesse McCartney music because I was like, why a not? A lot of Jesse McCartney Yeah, you music. know, you, you know, it's like I walk in, Alexa, oh, sorry, uh, A, play Jesse McCartney. And I just get your audible groan from the living room. <laughs> like, can you not listen to Jesse McCartney? It's like, can you play blank? <laughs> And it's like, oh my god, here we go again. Like it's the same it's, song again. Yeah, it is. It's well because I just play the playlist and it just it doesn't really shuffle them, so it just like it plays anyway. Whatever, not important. Yeah. What was I talking about? Uh, you were talking about how it was a humbling experience. Oh yeah, we're idiots. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So well, okay. We so so I have one more thing I want to talk about before we talk about like the reveals and stuff. But the frog mm-hmm. song, bad boy. Like what was it? Bad boys for life. Bad Boys for Life. Okay, yes. do you know that song? I do know that song. And its song is popping. It's a great song, fun song um, to listen to and bop to. But, uh, sorry, so you uh, you brought that up. So did you want to say something about it? Yeah, so I had never heard that song before. Um, mm-hmm. And when I Googled it, the first thing that I got was the movie Bad Boys for Life. And yeah. so I I didn't know how relevant that song was or how many people would know it because even when I went to the like YouTube videos no couldn't find anything. So my concern for the frog it goes back to your point about Every episode you sort of have to evaluate in its very own little microcosm just because the way mm-hmm. that the voting seems to work. Because I think if the frog had chosen a song that people knew or potentially more people knew, I think he may have done better than he did. That's fair. I think it, re- a- it really came down like this, I think, was a bad song choice for him. I think so. I th- and I think that's what we've talked about with um, epi- specific episodes like that episode where the Night Angel did the country song. I don't remember which country song it was, but I remember like, I know what yeah, you're it was doing. Sh- it you're was trying Shania Twain. It was bad. Yeah. Was not, I mean, I was yeah, and I, I and I could and I could respect what Night Angel was doing, which is, hey, I'm gonna pick a song out of my comfort zone and like nail it. Didn't end up nailing it, but I appreciate the gusto to try it, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bow Wow said for after the unmasking, like I knew I wasn't gonna get anyone on ballad, so I had to outswagger them and you know wrap my way to the top. In fact, um, in the clue package for the frog. Uh, the frog said, proving as a rapper, I've got just as much vocal charge as the singers, which I would disagree with because especially if it's not a rap song that is well known, 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the reactions you want. Obviously, they panned out to the audience where the audience, some of the audience knew the lyrics and Nick Cannon knew the lyrics. But I, I'm willing to say as someone who, you know, listens to rap and hip hop that it is not that big of a song. Like I knew the song and I was bopping along, but also if they hadn't put the name of the song and who sang it, I would have had to either luckily guess that it was Bad Boy for Life. Um, and I knew Diddy was involved, but I didn't know that it was a song with Diddy, Black Rob, and Mark Curry. I didn't know that there were three people involved on the track. So I, I think you make the right call here where it has to be a known song. And I do think that it has to be a known song for that night. So f- to go again, to go back to the finale of last season, doing the Otis Redding song, but then having it be mixed in with the Otis song from Kanye and Jay-Z, that put it over the top because there was also a reveal element to it. It was a surprise element to it. So I think that so much can be said for the song choices made and the the knownability. No, what, what's the name? What's the word I'm trying to think of here? Help me out. Help me out. What are you talking about? The, the known, the, the, the familiar, familiarity factor. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, so that's important, and I feel like we didn't really have that here with the song choice, especially if your angle is, I'm going to rap my way out of this. It's like, well, then give <laughs> us a rap song that everyone else is going to do it with you. Um, I know the insult is you've got no bars, stop rapping, but you couldn't rap your way out of a paper bag, I think would also be a good one. Um, that is awesome. Well, I mean, Bow Wow can rap his way out no, of no, a No, 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 I know, bag. I know. I wasn't going to say that about him. I was going to say it about Chris <laughs> Noble, but that's uh besides the point so uh the thing is that was really interesting to me about the frog was when he was revealed you know i've been anti-frog i would probably be strong enough to say for a certain amount of time while we've been recording this podcast but when he was revealed as Lil bow wow or just bow wow whatever he is now grandpa bow wow dad bow wow whatever i i felt for him I totally got it when he was saying, you know, oh, I knew I couldn't bring the vocal performance, so I knew I had to do this. I was like, you know what? Why am I so mad at you? I need to stop being so negative. I felt for the frog. It was very similar response to the rhino where it was like, okay, bro, I know I called you boring, but I can, I can, I can hang with you. It's cool. I'm good. Good for him. Good for him. I'm proud of him. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, as much as I've said that, the frog is a bit of a discount fox. The but in the the difference was that you know the fox had the hey look ma I made it moment with that song and had some rapping and had dancing. But the frog made it to the final three, doing what the frog does rap, and that's it. So and like you know we've talked about the singing, the vocal performances. The frog put on a vocal performance that's of different nature, right? Of of the rap nature. And got through based on crowd energy and giving the crowd a show, giving the audience at home a show. And I respect that so much. And I appreciated it so much. And it was enough for me to want to pick the frog on the draft we did, which, by the way, congratulations. I believe you've won. I don't remember. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. I was completely resigned to the fact that I was going to lose that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Good job, me. I won the survivor draft and this draft. It's been a good week for you. It's not a competition, but I'm winning. Uh, well done. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I love that. So I enjoyed the frog. In the preseason when we talked about it, actually on the finale of season two when we got the snippet of like some of the costumes, I said I like the frog's costume. 
Um, ultimately, I think the turtle had my favorite costume of the season. And it was just, it was just fun. It was fun as a rap fan to get someone who's like giving us some oldies and really, you know, putting it out there and like just having fun with it. Just that's the thing with the frog. It felt like the frog was having fun. Even though you could tell the frog wanted to try and get to the end, the frog was just having fun every week. And I, and I loved that. Good for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then let's talk about the runner up. The robbed T. Dot Ertle. Yeah. The turtle. <laughs> so, so we've talked about the performance. What other things would you like to talk about with regards to the turtle? Okay, let's see. Well, I think I shared a lot of my thoughts that I had had already. You know, I thought his performance was really great. And then when he was eventually unmasked, I was. It was almost like there were two versions of me. There was the 16-year-old me that was a huge Jesse McCartney fan that had then now rediscovered my love for Jesse McCartney as a 29-year-old. Then there was the other 29-year-old part of me that was really happy for Candy Burris and really happy that the Night Angel won. So it was sort of those two sides of me that were at odds throughout the final 10 minutes i guess of the finale or however long it was and then of course into the next day so i'm happy that the turtle jesse mccartney is being recognized for what he can do i'm happy that i am recognizing jesse mccartney for what he can do i know that he so he released a new single yours a little while ago but it was like this year, I want to say like February of this year. And then he just released um, another song called Friends. And so I'm really hoping that he's able to capitalize on the success of The mass Singer. So good for him. You know, good for him. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything that the turtle slash Jesse McCartney brought to the table. It was a fun ride. There are a lot of songs in there that I remember. My favorite, uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal, was one of my favorite performances from the turtle and I enjoyed the turtles like background and motifs every time more than any other artist I enjoyed in this season. Ultimately, I think that the turtle was the most consistent performer and tried really hard and did what the turtle does, but just came a little short at the end. Yeah. The turtle was, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, the turtle was the most consistent, which is interesting because I think the Night Angel gave us the biggest range of genres in performing. Out of uh, the three. Yeah. And so it was kind of interesting that that kind of didn't even matter because if you're saying that the votes go down to the final performance, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but but they both gave us different things. Uh, throughout their runs on the show. I'm I'm really happy. Okay, now talking this through, I'm just super <laughs> happy that they're one and two. I know I'm happy yeah. for the frog, but he deserves to be third. I'm kind of saying. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Uh, I think... So, yeah, for me, it's like, I would love if this is like any other competitive reality show we watch, right? Where you see their journey from top to bottom and there's an evolution and you're like, Oh my God, this person's been consistently nailing it every week. And like, oh, this person's giving us range. And oh, this one has been the most entertaining. But truthfully, I believe that it comes to, cause like, it's not the same audience, right? And like, even if someone's lucky enough to go and be a seat filler twice, they get to watch two episodes and it's like random times, right? 
Mm-hmm. Where and like the judges are probably the biggest representative of like they're seeing everything week in week out, and even they in this finale seemed all over the place because it was it really was a tight race between the three of them. I think mm-hmm. so. Then if you look at it on the night, obviously it's subjective. I know that I know based on what I've seen, some people thought the turtle nailed it and was completely robbed. A lot of people thought this way, and then a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, how did the frog not win?" And then there's a there's people who have been Night Angel truthers from the start who are like, hell yeah, Night Angel won. But then there's a lot of people on the Facebook page who are like, what was that? The Night Angel wasn't great all the way. The turtle was robbed. The turtle did amazing. It's like, hey, if um, we were there voting every week, it'd be a different story. But it isn't. So uh, Lirsa from Survivor noted Night mm-hmm. Angel fan. <laughs> Uh, I think this also gave me because I went on Twitter right after and I was looking at the replies and the hashtag and stuff and I I saw all the people wanting Turtle to win. It did feel a little bit like um, a Survivor co-wrong, for example, where, mm. you know, yeah. it's just this person deserved to win, this person deserved to win. So very, very interesting to be in sort of the first, I don't know, it feels controversial in a way. Yeah. I mean, and I would like to put it out there. These are all celebrities. They won or lost a a a, a trophy. But other than that, they made it to the end. And they, they, you know, they killed it. I think Jesse McCartney being the winner or runner-up doesn't change much for Jesse McCartney. Right. right? And, I, and, and I can speak from personal experience. You can probably speak from personal experience. Like, <laughs> losing is the new winning. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... For yeah, multitude of reasons. Yeah, you want to be a Rob G dot tur- G no a Rob T, T dot Urdle. Urdle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. And I think um, you know, let's do a quick comparison of the winner and runner up of last season, right? Winner, Wayne Brady, runner up, Chris Daughtry. Has have I seen a jump in uh Wayne Brady's music? No. Have I seen a jump in Chris Daughtry's music? No. Have they both put, did they both put out singles the day after the finale? Yes. So it doesn't change all that much. All the, the beauty of the mass singer, right? Uh, beyond us cheering for ridiculous costumes and critiquing song choices like we're Simon Cowell is that we are reminded of so many celebrities that are kind of forgotten and they are put in the forefront and we fall in love with them all over again. You know, 16-year-old Liana becomes 28-year-old Liana, and Liana is now rooting for Jesse McCartney like she's 12 all over I'm again. 29. Okay, well, I, I, no, you can be 28 I'm if you so want. It's cool. <laughs> um, and like Candy Burris. I didn't know who Candy Burris was last year. And then we had Celebrity Big Brother. And then I fell in love with Candy Burris. I was rooting for Candy Burris there. Then here... I'm being told it's Candy Burris. I'm like, no way. Candy Burris can sing like this? I didn't even listen to her stuff before. And now I'm learning. And I'm loving it. Bow Wow. I didn't really care for Bow Wow before, if I'm being honest. I remembered him from, like, Mike. But I didn't really follow his career all that much. I'd seen him in episodes of CSI Cyber. Um, But I enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed getting that from him. And, you know, we can go further back and talk about every single performer that was on the season. Some of them, I was like, how'd you make it the the Super 9? But then some of them, I was like, damn, I enjoyed seeing this person on my screen. It was a pleasant surprise. So that is the essence of 
the mask singer. That is the beauty of the mask singer. Not who takes the mask. Hey, Wayne Brady didn't even get his trophy till last week. <laughs> so that's true. Until last week, nothing separated him from the runner up or the last place finisher of that season. <laughs> yeah, he had to get it drone delivered, much like his milk. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, this was a fun season. It was a long season. Um, we can talk about this, but uh actually we can talk about it right now. So season's over. Okay, right? wait, sorry. I have a few more thoughts on the finale. Can I give them? Yes. Okay. The dog in the audience that was dressed oh like God. the uh singers, amazing, fantastic. I loved it. When Robin Thick came on stage after Candy Burris got revealed and he was like creeping in the background, super weird, extra creepy. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah, the dog the dog was a, you know, the gimmick of the night where like the dog was wearing different outfits. Poor dog. Thank you dog for um chilling. So- stage side, stage side. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. So that was good. And di- so we had we had a guest judge in the finale last season, right? Uh no. <laughs> I think we did. It has been 19 years since season two. I honestly do not remember at all. No, no. Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. T-Pain was a guest judge. Yes. Jamie Foxx was a guest judge. Yes. Uh, Jason Biggs was a guest judge. No, this this is season three. I'm just listing all the guest judges. No, I said the finale of last season. Okay. Yeah. I was just seeing what I could remember. On a quick look, I don't see it, but I could swear there was a guest judge in the finale. I don't think so. All right, let me do a quick Google. Okay. Yeah, so there wasn't a guest judge in the finale. Um, I was wrong. However, do you think it needed a guest judge? Actually, no, that is not my question after all of that. Do you think that we needed the finale to be two nights and second question do you think that they can do something to fix the first night because honestly the first night does not matter there was a first night well technically the road to the finale was advertised as the first night of a two-part finale so and we know that they were going to initially have that be scheduled for its own night so there was a there was last night was supposed to be the road to the finale episode, and then the finale would have been last week, uh, next week, sorry. Which would have pissed everyone off, I think. Well, I mean, I think the road to the finale is probably unnecessary. I agree. But, I like, agree. I, so, I, prob- I would have preferred them to do a two-hour finale and do the the road before and then do the episode, because oh. that's how we watched it, and I preferred it that way. I mean, all, for me, all I thought felt was Okay, I have a nice, it's like a pre-game before the finale where I'm not really, like, I'm not really paying attention. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you didn't really have to pay attention. Yeah, I think that they should have, okay, so here's what I think, right? They should have the third place person revealed in the first part. And then the final two do one more song each and then we do that reveal. I wish they both got to do, or they all three of them got to do two songs. I would love that as well. Because I, I, we've seen them do a six song episode in an hour before. 
We've seen that. And like the way the, the format works is that by the 35 minute mark, all three performers have gone on, gone to, gone on to perform. And now it's three reveals that they put like big commercials in between. So I didn't love that. And it also, it, it, this happened last time, but it's like, Hey, Night Angel, you want to get the hell off the stage so we can do an unmasking with the turtle. Uh, you mean vice versa? No, 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 no. It, the winner gets announced and then the winner is brushed off stage and they don't come back for another 10 minutes after they've won. Oh, right. Weird. Yeah, because they have to do the reveal. I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, I'm not that mad at it. I don't I don't hate the finale. It's yeah, there's fluff to it. So I would rather not have that in an ideal world. But I'm I'm OK with the order and the format. OK, never mind. Well. That about wraps up what we have to say about the show proper. Now, for one last time this season, Liana, I put the call out for some questions and we got a bunch of them. Um, so the 100. So actually, before we get to the questions, I just this just came to my attention. So there is a top 100 rated. No, the 100 top rated series of 2019, 2020. Um, in the demographic of adults between the ages of 18 and 49. Okay, so I'm looking at this um, ranking right now. And where do you think The Masked Singer is slotted? Well, I mean, I've seen the list. So it's hard. It's hard for you to ask me a question that I already know the answer to. Because it is fourth overall, which is crazy. It's the, it's the only show that's not NFL, like football. Yeah, the first three are NFL yeah. on different networks. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. No, seriously. Um, and then fifth place is the Michael Jordan documentary series that was going on, The Last Dance, uh, tied with This Is Us, and then so on. Survivor is tied in 11th with a bunch of other shows. Yeah, it's tied with Lego Masters. Lego Masters. That's insane. That is <laughs> I sacrilege. I know. Especially because... I don't know. They're both fun in their own ways. Like I did enjoy Lego Masters. I actually got into it towards the end of the season. So I don't want to like, you know, make too much fun of Lego Masters. No, my question is, I guess, I mean, I watched a couple episodes with you, but do we like Survivor has been through 40 seasons. Could Lego Masters do more than five? Oh, no, absolutely. Like, okay, that's the thing is that, yes, Survivor is below the Mass Singer. But the fact is, is that Survivor's staying power and the impact that Survivor has had far outweighs any impact the Mass Singer will ever have. Like, the Mass Singer yeah, is true. a super silly, fun family show that you can just have on. It's colorful. Babies like it. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's it's a it's just a different medium than Survivor. You're a baby. You're. I know. I like it. It's colorful <laughs> and there's a movement. <laughs> it's a fun. I'll never forget the first time we watched The Masked Singer together, and the look on your face was like, "This is the best thing I've ever watched." Yeah, because I was and like, "This is the weirdest thing I've ever watched." Yeah, no, it was a good time. Okay, so, Liana, back to the question of the hour. Will you like to hear some questions from the audience? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Lovely. I, okay. So Ryan asks, do you think the comment of we'll see you in the fall for a brand new season was left in intentional, intentionally and 
Do they plan on filming without an audience this summer? That would be my guess. Yeah. I actually talked with Rob about this a little bit when I did the Ponderosa podcast, but, you know, he was saying that this is one of the easier shows probably to do given some of the restrictions for social distancing and whatnot, because they're already wearing masks. <laughs> um, okay. No, because uh, you, you know, you do need a crew, obviously, and maybe you scrap the backup dancers or the backup dancers are all six feet apart. I'm not sure. They're all wearing masks too. But I think you can absolutely get away with doing it without an audience. And then you just have the judges, you know, space six feet apart. I, I think it's doable. And clearly, see how well the mass singer is doing you know it's the one show the top show that's not nfl football so i think absolutely it comes back they find some way to do it yeah i could see that being the case um but i also don't know if they're willing to do because like you know so to give an example so german soccer just got back like german soccer was reinstated and the bundesliga league is back on air and I've watched some highlights from the games and it's just different. It's not the same without the, um, without the, without the stand, without the audience. It, it doesn't hit the same. And while I could see them doing it without, um, the audience and with the panel and with the safe, like doing the dance crew thing safe, I feel like they're more likely to, if we're still in a position where they cannot produce it the way they would produce it, I could see them just waiting until they do it because maybe they've tried maybe the whole like doing the zoom thing weekly the zoom reunion unmasking show was their way of trying to see if they can they have legs to stand on if they can do like a digital thing so that that's certainly possible um but we'll just have to wait and see where the world is at that point because if we're in a position where everyone's in the same boat then yeah i i don't see a reason why they wouldn't still put through a more inferior product in a time where there is no product because a we're none of us are going anywhere we'll watch it right and b it'll still be a fun time but then it's a question of do we think they'll secure the 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 celebrities and they probably will i don't know if they'll be on the same level as the season three or two uh cast but i could see them still being able to push out a season four if they absolutely 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 want a season in the fall i think they're gonna do it uh, let's see. So Billy put out a question and by question, I mean, put out a comment and said, not really a question, but more of a fun fact that I was surprised wasn't explored in the clues. Candy was featured on Bow Wow's debut single Bounce With Me. Oh, that's super interesting. Yeah. Xscape. It was uh, featuring Xscape uh, on that song. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I was. Yeah. Um, let's see. So then. Emily asked, is it just me or did Night Angel really step up the movement slash show aspect of her performance? Uh, I think we're both inclined to agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly what you were talking about earlier, too. You know, like she brought the razzle dazzle. That that coveted razzle dazzle. You really needed to win. Look at the three performers. Look at the three winners. Mm. Razzle dazzle city. Um. Now, based off those final performances alone, do you think they should have placed the same? I, I feel comfortable in saying that. The first, second, third in that order were the correct order. Don't get me wrong. I'm very happy with the outcome. Even though emotionally it's been a little challenging, which it shouldn't because it's a singing show. I may flip the turtle and the night angel based on the final performances. 
Okay, that, that, that's fair. And honestly, they're the close ones. I think we can all agree Frog did a third performance. Yes, we can all for agree. For the night. <laughs> yeah, for the night, we can agree on that. And then it goes back, it goes to, do you prefer the balanced, or then did you prefer the powerful vocals and ballad of the night? Mm-hmm. And that's where we land. Um, Let's see. So then, Ryan asks, different Ryan than the first Ryan who asked the questions. This Ryan asks, now that we have three seasons under our belt, which judge would you want to recast? All of then, them. Is there like a complete <laughs> reset button? So this is a fun exercise. What do you mean? You want to recast all four? Yeah. Okay. So I think we've answered this before, but we never really got to the bottom of it. Give me four people. Okay. Right now. I think we we'll should replace. Do, we'll, so let's each do one male and we'll each do one female to... Uh, lift the uh, issue of coming up with four each. Okay, they should be replaced. First of all, they should be cycled out like Menudo. So if one gets boring, you just get rid of them and you bring in a new judge. So no, we're not fixing the judging panel. In the middle of a season? No, not in the middle of the season. But like at the end of the season, you're like, okay, this person can go. We need to be willing to accept change. (laughs) And if someone's not working, (laughs) we just swap them out and we put in somebody new. So, I think they should start with previous contestants. Anna Gasteyer would okay. be hilarious. T-Pain. Okay. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Those are the first people that are coming to mind. Who okay, else do so you want to bring on? I would like to endorse a Jamie Foxx on the panel. Jamie Foxx. Okay, I accept that, even though he didn't compete. There was the Fox, so... That, well, I think did you want to specifically have it be... Okay, so let's do no, that. No, I don't let's think do it only then. has to be. I'm saying I feel like there's a lot of great celebrities. This is a show that brings on celebrities. We should utilize some of the celebrities that have been on the show. Can we recast Tom Bergeron as the host instead of Nick Cannon? Sure. Okay, bye, bye Nick Cannon. Um, or Wayne Brady. Oh, Wayne Brady as the host would be sick. Yeah, that would be really good. That's or, what I want. Um, Bye, Tom Bergeron. Yeah, or you could do... Who am I thinking of? Drew Carey. Eh. No? Okay, <laughs> we'll stick with Wayne Brady then. Okay, and then... Um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at seeing Candy Burris up on that stage. Uh, on that panel. If I'm being honest. She's good at, like, low-key shade in confessionals. I don't know yes. how good she would be as a judge, but yeah, well, I, w- I would be willing to give her a chance. I Yeah, I think she was entertaining in the confessionals I've seen and you know, the different shows she's been on. But then also, we don't need all four of them to be amazing guessers because that will dull up the show. Right. Um, if everyone's just on top of their A game. If, so, if any of them can stay, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, I think Robin Thicke should no. stay. I, I, I co-sign 100%. <laughs> I think Robin Thicke is the one that I would I would be. I wouldn't advocate for staying, but I'd be like, yeah, keep him. Like that's cool. I can stand him, and plus, yeah. it goes along with my theory that he's always right because they never show him guessing. Did I talk about that on this podcast? Yeah, no, you've talked about it on the podcast, and like honestly, it's it's just criminal that they go out of their way to validate Jenny McCarthy's right? guesses and make her seem like the know it all when we can tell that Robin's also doing the same. I'm thing. like pretty sure Robin knows them, and for some reason, they're choosing to give Jenny McCarthy credit just to validate her existence on the show. I don't know. She can go. She can go. Ken can go. Nicole is well, okay. okay. So then um, the other question that Ryan asked was, 
Can you draft three celebrities who will most likely appear next season? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, so when I was watching The Road to the Finale or whatever it was called, Tony Hawk and Sarah Palin are, in my opinion, perfect gets for the show, especially Tony Hawk, because it's someone who is well-known, but not necessarily a singer who you may not expect, but he kind of fits he like fits this mold. So I'm looking for who is going to be the next Tony Hawk. Now, this could be because, you know, I grew up with Tony Hawk. I like grew up playing his video games. So that's maybe why he sort of falls in that category for me. I've also noticed a trend where there seem to be two types of celebrities, especially in, on this season, where it's people who are, you know, maybe on the lower edge end of the parabola but then there were also a lot of young performers people like jojo siwa jackie event how do you say her last name ivanko jackie ivanko i would put them in a similar category bella thorne also probably falls in there of sort of these young celebrities who are probably still on the up and up but definitely got celebrity at a very young age so those are sort of the people that i'm thinking of the categories of celebrities Okay, but did you give me names? No. Well, that's that was the assignment. No, I know, but I was giving my general thoughts on the sorts of types of people that I really value that I think would be good. So you don't want older you don't want singers back, is what you're saying. You would like it to be novelty celebrities. No, no. I mean I think you absolutely need a balance of those types of people. Um I was just noticing some of the patterns and the things that stood out to me about the casting that I really liked about this season in particular, or that maybe I just sort of noticed. Um, from this season in particular. So, you know, you can stick with sort of the things that we talked about before where it's like, okay, you need some um, sort of powerhouse singer like um, uh, like a Patti LaBelle, for example. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting a phone call right now. So based on what you've said, I, I hear what you're saying, Liana. So I have a couple that I feel like are guaranteed to be seen on the show. It's just a matter of when. So what I would like to nominate right off the bat is Rebecca Black. Um, Rebecca Black was just humiliated for Friday, right? She was like, what, 12 when she did that? I've listened to stuff she's done now. She's a great singer. No one would expect her. I think that would be a great get for them. And that's one. I think we've get, we thought Paris Hilton was going to be on the show multiple times. I could see Paris Hilton being on the show at some point. So that's also there. And then I don't know. I don't know if they're capable of getting like another big, big name. Um, is there anyone in the celebrity big brother range that you could see being on? Because they're all like in the same level of like gettable for this show. Like Tom Green. That, that would, would be, be funny. Um, okay. I thought of somebody. I want a magician. So like a Chris Angel or a David Blaine or somebody like that. I think that would be so cool. Okay. Okay, I could see that. I, I think see they that. fall under that category of, you know, who would go, oh, it's a, uh, you know, like a um, skateboarder, you know, or maybe Olympic athletes would be fun. Like Sean White. Yeah. I mean, we had Johnny Weir, right, on this past season. So I think people in that sort of realm, what's, I don't know, uh, Simone Biles up to? Can she sing? Okay, I pick Chris Angel and Simone Biles are my first two that I want to draft. <laughs> what about like Chad Michael Murray? 
Yeah, I was thinking right. him. Anna Ferris could be another good one of kind of she, she's still she's mm. still on mom, but she got divorced from Chris so. Pratt, right? So maybe she's looking for the next thing. Yeah, can she sing? I Seth don't know. Green, <laughs> Seth Green. Yeah, is he still making Robot Chicken? Uh, is Robot Chicken still going on? <laughs> That's well, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think this is ta- testing our lack of knowledge when it comes to celebrities. I mean, it's like I can't think of any to save me. But then when they're on and I'll see one obscure clue, I'll get it. You're like, like, oh, yeah, I know that person. Yeah. <laughs> what about oh, Tila oh, Tequila? Like Mike? Oh, my. No. Isn't she like quadruple canceled? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Robot Chicken is uh, no longer. It's still going on. It's still yeah. Going it's on. like one of those shows that it's just like it's fine. It's like South Park. It just keeps going, and you know it's got its fans, right? So it just it keeps keeps living on, living it. Yeah, I was gonna say best life, but I don't know about that. What about <laughs> someone from Glee? That is out of my um, understanding. No, I mean I, I I know I wouldn't pick like a particular person. I don't know if it'd be like Darren Chris or I don't know who if anybody's busy, but uh, I think somebody from Glee could be really fun. I know that I've completely missed the mark on the concept of drafting. But I have no idea. We're literally picking out of every single celebrity in the world, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we I think we ended up putting in more names than we were asked. So I think that's a win. Ultimately, (laughs) Uh, it's hard to draft this without having thought about it in advance. So I think we did a good job freestyling it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I wonder if they would pick people or I wonder if people that they've guessed previously would come on. Right. So like that for me, that's why like I could see maybe a Zac Efron or a Paris Hilton. I mean, what's her name? Sherry Shepard came on after being guessed a bunch of times. Yeah, so. exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, I could see that, especially someone who was guessed like a long time. You know, that's why Jamie Foxx isn't an impossible get for me now, even though he's like, you know, a esteemed, well-recognized actor. First of all, he guest judged on the show. Second of all, he did, hosted the Shazam show, which I know that people like. So I'm not. I'm not talking smack on Shazam. Just saying it's on the same network, so I could see that. Oh, what about Gordon Ramsay? Oh my God! See, that's another one. Yeah. So who's a chef? Who would be a good chef? That would be fun. Jamie I know Oliver. they've guessed. They've guessed uh, Rachel Ray before. I think as well. I think having. Somebody who's well known from different areas of expertise. That's that's what I would do if I was putting together my ideal cast. I don't remember if this is an ideal cast question, but those are my thoughts. My incredible thoughts. <laughs> Your incredible thoughts. Well, keep let's keep the incredible thoughts moving with a question from Mandy, who said, what are some animals or foods you hope to see as costumes in season four? This one's just fun because we can just blurt out whatever we're thinking. And right off the bat. I think we're going to see a pizza at some point. The pizza is going to happen. So I would just like to put my name on that before it happens. I think now after having the banana and the egg, I am 100% in for the food costumes. Move over animals. It's food time. So you could have the hot dog, the pizza, like you said, the hamburger, the bowl of spaghetti, the salad. I'm 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 love the eggplant. That would be fun. That could be like a silly YouTuber or something comes on as the there eggplant. Is, 
There's no way they're going to do an eggplant. <laughs> the peach. For obvious reasons. There's not going to be a peach, no mm-hmm. eggplant, no cherries. I just love the absurdity of cheering for a food. It, it's very Popeye's chicken sandwich from the brand steel. I would, if there was, if there's a fried chicken, I would root for that one. <laughs> I know. I've met you. <laughs> I'm just just a fan. What can I say? I love your <laughs> high fried chicken. Love your work, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they should just do an all food season. I'm hungry. I also would like inanimate objects, like the bobby pin. Yeah, the pool cue, <laughs> the vending machine. That's both the lighter. The lighter. Yeah. Oh. Snoop Dogg's definitely going to be on this show at some point. I would also like to put that out He's there. He's just going to be the pipe. <laughs> or he'll just, he'll just be a little bag of weed. <laughs> no, it's, no. It's the eight ounce. <laughs> no, no. It'll be like the gummy bear. Oh, it'll be an edible. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The brownie. Mm. Or he could just go straight up the CBD oil. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, oh, it's oh, you know what the other thing I want to see on future seasons? I want to see someone perform their own song. Yeah, you've been ha- Just, you've been like ah, be such a big happens. like F you moment. I would love that. I mean, I don't know. Do you think that's a move for like the finale? Yeah, absolutely. It's what you should do in the finale, and you should just walk up and be like, bruh. So do you think if the turtle walked up and did beautiful soul? They would be the winner right now. Uh, first of all, it should be body language. Oh my god! <laughs> the, yes. the Dollar Tree version of <laughs> um, Jason Derulo. Okay, that's incredibly insulting for so many different reasons. So we're just gonna go ahead and move past that. Well, you love Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo, though, because oh I can't even think. No. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't even believe I brought that up. It like hurts me. Yeah, you you don't like when teeth are hard. So Connor asked, which contestant that didn't make the finale is the Rob G.Odd or G.Oddis of the season? So do you have someone that you would have liked to see in the finale have a chance? Like, let's say, because I know, like, for example, Britain's Got Talent does this thing where they have their final 10 or 11, and then they always end up adding a 12th or like an extra performer in the finals known as the wild card. So let's say we could assign a wild card to be in the finals and make it a final four. Who would you have picked? Well, if I was going based on talent, I would pick the kitty. Okay. If I was going based on personal preference, I would pick the banana. Are you serious? Even are you? <laughs> it's Brad Michaels. <laughs> oh my god! And that's okay. Well, <laughs> I would have. Um, I think the kitty is kind of like the the talent I would like to see in the finals. But I would low key not mind seeing the astronaut up there. If I'm being honest. Mm. So you know, Jordan Wood still two. doesn't have a Wikipedia page. After all this, yeah, you think someone would make her one? That's so dumb. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I don't even understand why. Yeah, I mean, you're on. I don't know. I feel like other people have wiki pages that shouldn't. Rob Sesternino. Rob Sesternino was on TV. 
How dare you? He's been on TV more the than the kangaroo. kangaroo was on TV. Rob Sesternino was on TV and stole our hearts. Okay. The kangaroo kind of gave me the eh. fair. <laughs> um, and so last one is Connor also asked who was Liana's favorite tagger on Ultimate Tag. Oh, yes. So we watched, well, by we, we mean me. And then you, you. made mean comments while I was trying to watch Ultimate Tag, no. the obstacle course tag show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my favorite, I mean, the geek was ridiculous and it was, I couldn't even believe what I was watching. I love the fact that they just, it was so stupid. But I think if I actually had to pick someone, I don't know. The the flow was pretty cool. I think I'd probably pick him. Also, I don't remember many of their names. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna was, watch uh, the, yeah. I'm gonna watch Ultimate Tag next week simply to spite you, because that's what makes for a good relationship. Yeah. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then there's just one last question I want to put out there, uh, which was someone asked if I could pick out some of the most outrageous comments on the official Facebook page and read them. So we're going to do that live. Are you ready for this? Okay, time for Casual's Corner. There's yes. no game. So, no, no game. I didn't do this ahead of time. Uh, kind of going live here. So the uh, the last post, the pin post, is did the season finale shock you? And it's a picture of the Night Angel. Okay, three point three thousand comments were made, and two. Okay, so and then there's a total of four thousand reactions. So like a like, heart, and all that. Two thousand of them is a thumbs up, the generic like. One point two thousand are angry faces. People be mad. Yeah, I know. People be mad. I saw the same thing on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of... So look, I never liked Night Angel. I always would fast forward th right through her. Jesse definitely deserved to win. It broke my heart as he stood there when she won and all the confetti came down. Just devastating. Especially after hearing his last interview about almost being good enough for everything. Oh, it says Liana Boris posted this. Liana, what are you doing? I posted that? Yeah. Wait, when? Where? What? I'm joking. Oh, I was going to say, that sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the joke. Oh. Who is you? Okay. <laughs> Turtle should have won, and I knew all season long who it was. I was super sad he didn't win. Sorry, Jesse, you were up. And then, the crap was rigged. Okay, I don't want to read that one. It's about, like, oh, crap was rigged for a woman to win. So I don't want to do that. Um... Turtle should have won so much more talented than Night Angel. She couldn't hold a candle to Turtle. Turtle definitely deserved to win. Worst season ever. She was terrible every single performance. Frog sang a bad song. That's why he lost. Turtle was great. He should have won. Night Angel was okay, but not better than Turtle. She was my least favorite costume and singer of the season. Wish Bow Wow would have won. His songs were so upbeat and fun, but Candy did an awesome job too. Congrats all the finalists. Oh, that's nice. Season oh, oh okay. Season one winner should have been Peacock. Season two winner should have been Rottweiler. Season three winner should have been Turtle. Ooh. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, go get into with, a fight with someone on Facebook. That sounds like a good use of your time. 
I mean, I'm reading them. Might as well partake. No, basically, I'm leaving it now. The point being is that The Masked Singer is a goofy show. It's a fun show. And the mask goes where the mask goes. But ultimately, the fun was the trip we took along the way, even though sometimes that trip takes four months for the show to wrap up. But we made it. We made it. We made it through, Liana. And this was a fun time. I am so tired of the Massinger. I am so excited to take a break from this. I will be very, very happy when the show comes back in the fall, because it will. But in the meantime, I need a break. Yeah, I think they need to look at, relook at the format, figure that out. I think shortening it even by a smidge would help. But like, see, here's the thing, though. It's doing well. So from a TV executive perspective, I totally get what they're doing. From a viewer who also talks about Mm -hmm. the show, it is exhausting. Maybe our podcasts are too long. We got to like shorten them up a little bit. Keep me interested. Become the Quibi of podcasts. Oh, my God. 10 minute recap. Yes, we are the Quibi of podcasts. I love it. I do. I don't. I don't like it. I, I need my time. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, as much as you are tired of the mass singer, it's time to say goodbye to all the listeners and people who were on the journey with us the whole way through. Liana, where can people find you, and what what will you be up to moving forward? I am on social media or on Twitter, I guess at Liana R H A P. Survivor is over. Mike Bloom and I wrapped up the RHAP B&B with Gabby Pascuzzi. Uh, so definitely look out for that. I talked with Rob Sesternino as well about the Ponderosa videos from Survivor Season 40. That was a really fun, silly podcast of us just breaking down uh, the Ponderosa videos. I am also podcasting about RuPaul's Drag Race with Brent Walgamont and Amon Adwin. And I, that's it. So, yeah. I think, did I do anything else? I don't think so. Uh, that's, that's it. You know, just, just casually doing all these podcasts, keeping, keeping them going. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, so for you Survivor fans, we might be back with RHAP BNB coverage sooner rather than later. So, tease. <laughs> and you can find me on all major platforms at Puyaism. Uh, this marks the conclusion to my podcasting for the moment given that we're not going to have Big Brother most likely for a while I'm going to be chilling out in these streets but this might not be the last you've heard or seen of me I am doing some stuff on the side I'm in the works I'm doing my thing but you can find any news of that that comes through on all major platforms at Puyaism. You have all been leopards this entire season. Maybe we retire that to you have all been, I don't know, bananas because Liana's obsessed. You have all been leopard bananas and we appreciate you. And I don't know if we can call people bananas. <laughs> leopard. You ba- have all been I like leopard, leopard bananas though. Maybe that's okay. You're right. <laughs> Okay, so Liana, if anyone doesn't like it, it's Liana's fault. You have all been leopard bananas. (laughs) And last but not least, if you would like to leave a rating or review of the podcast now that the season's up, please go to www.robasawebsite.com slash masked singer, one word, and let us know what you think. 
Thank you so much for a great journey. And we will unmask you in season four. Take care, everybody. Adios. Adios.